The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston. And actually, before we get into today's topic, which is going to be some of the other uses for marble, and you'd be surprised what some of those uses are, a couple of a couple of quick announcements here. Beginning next year, uh, we're going to be offering a whole series of what we call e-learning courses. In other words, these are basically going to be uh, courses that you can take sitting at home, sitting in your underwear in front of your computer, looking at it as many times as you want. Let me go down through the list of these courses that we're going to be offering. Under the skills category, we're going to be offering essential marble and stone floor restoration, commercial maintenance, pricing and selling stone restoration services, granite floor restoration, inspection and troubleshooting, becoming an expert witness, tile and grout cleaning, sealing and color sealing, engineered stone refinishing and polishing, granite repairs, stain removal, and historic stone restoration. Now, under marketing, we're going to be offering essential marketing and building case studies. And then coming soon, here are some of the other classes we'll be offering, as well as many more, how to build a business credit and secure funding, how to restore saltillo tile, faux finishing, metal restoration, and wood restoration. Now, these are all going to be all e-learning classes, but we are still going to be offering live classes. As a matter of fact, we've just moved uh, the Stone and Tile School, which we're going to be calling Surfaces Lab, uh, over to uh, Melbourne, Florida, which is where I will be. So I will be head of that particular facility over there. So we still will be offering live classes. But what's really nice about these e-learning classes is you can take the classroom section of it before you even come to any of the live classes if you want. But there'll be videos and everything else in e-learning classes. So if you want to check them out, you want to go over to Surfaces, which is spelled S-U-R. P-H-A-C-E-S.com. Up the very, very top, you'll see a little link that's, that's, that's called um, Learning Institute. Uh, go to that and uh, click on that, and it'll have a list of some of the uh, classes that, that we are offering, offering there. So uh, that's announcement number one. Announcement number two is, and I think I may have said this last time, and that is my class in Vegas, the inspection and troubleshooting class, is full. I've got a full class, and that's starting February 7th uh, through the 10th. That's the week after uh, the Stone Show out there. I'm going to be out there for the Stone Show. So as a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing a seminar on sealers uh, at the Stone Show. So you may want to come out if you're going to the show and take a listen to what I have to say about that as well. Um, if anybody else wants to attend that class, we will have it as an e-learning class, but I'll be doing another live class. If you want to get on the mailing list, then send me an email to fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. 
Also, during the live show here, if you want to call in, the telephone number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. Okay, let's get on with today's topic. And today's topic, I, I kind of subtitled, or uh, not subtitled, but it, kind of a working title called Other Uses of Marble. And I got this idea a number of years ago from a class that I did. I used to teach at AB Tech at Asheville Community College here, and I offered a fabrication class. And one of the things I was able to do for this class is take them on a field trip up to the uh, the quarry in Mount Erie, North Carolina. And it's kind of an interesting story because we were walking through the quarry, and there were these really large blocks of stone. And I noticed, unlike other quarries, with this particular quarry, there was no waste you know, if you've ever been to a quarry, you know what I'm talking about. There's usually tons and tons of waste material, either from blasting, cutting, or whatever. And, you know, there's probably more waste than there is actual usable material, except for this particular quarry. And I asked, I had to ask, you know, where's all the waste? Where's all the rubble? What do you do with that? And uh, the guy that took us around the quarry pointed in the far distance, and he said, you see that mill over there? And he pointed to this this building at the end of the quarry. And I said, yeah, he says, well, we grind it all up. And we produce chicken grit. And for those of you that are familiar with keeping chickens, uh, you know they need they need grit in order to digest their food. And that's what they did. They turned it into a very fine powder and sold chicken grit to the local farmer. So I thought that was interesting. So it got me thinking, uh, what other uses uh, do we have for marble in particular? That happened to be granite, but I'm going to concentrate today more on marble. And if, you know, you go to a marble quarry uh, anywhere in the world, like I've been to the quarries in, in Carrara, and I noticed just tons and tons of waste. I mean, for every block they, they took out of this quarry, I, I would be willing to guess two or three times that amount in waste material. So where does all that waste material go? So here's some of the interesting facts and things that I've discovered that are other uses for marble other than the typical blocks, tiles, buildings, sculptures, uh, or whatever. The first being garden lime. Uh, those of you that are avid gardeners know that uh, you use lime when you have an acidic soil and you want to increase the pH of that particular soil. That's what garden lime is used for. Now, if you go back in the day, and now I'm going to age myself as I do often on this show, we talk about marking fields. You know, in the old days, we used to have our baseball fields, our soccer fields, football fields, whatever. They would use powdered lime to mark the to mark the um, the field, but they don't use that anymore simply because when a ball would hit the lime and someone would get it in their eye, it would burn the eye. So now what they use is pulverized marble, a very, very fine marble powder is used to mark the field. So anytime you see a ball game, uh, whether you're watching it on TV or you're watching your kids play in a little league or whatever, those markings are all done with powdered marble. Uh, the other one is calcium supplements. So for those of you that take calcium, um, they're, they're found in a lot in the vitamins that you take in the calcium supplements. They're also used in the farming industry for chickens, cows, etc., because they lack calcium in their diet. So they actually add calcium to their feed, and this is usually powdered marble. And acids. Anytime you see a Tom's or Rolaids or some of the liquid antacids, if you look on the back, you will see calcium carbonate, and that's what's in these antacids. So if anyone ever asks you, can you eat marble? You say, yeah, I eat it all the time. Uh, whiting, those of you who know what whiting is, it's basically a fine powder, obviously made of, uh, of marble, used as a brightener, can be used as a filler, 
and even in pigmented products, it'll be used. Uh, it can be used to clean glass after glazing. It can be used to shine copper, stainless steel, and other surfaces as well. Uh, for you ladies out there, cosmetics. One of the main ingredients in face powders, that blush you use in your cosmetic, contains a lot of marble, marble dust, if you will, or marble powder. Uh, in certain areas where you have local quarries, marble will be used as a construction aggregate in the concrete. Uh, I mentioned lime being used to neutralize soil. It can also be used to neutralize anything that's acidic. Uh, it's used a lot in wastewater treatment uh, to increase the pH level with acidic uh, water that happens to be low, low in pH. Uh, it can be used in swimming pools to increase the pH. So anywhere you really need to increase the pH is a lot of times that's nothing more than calcium carbonate, which is which is marble. Your medications that you take, a lot of times powdered marble is used as a filler in those particular medications. Those of you into crafts will notice that paint and craft additives will also have marble or actually use marble powders. Now this one I kind of found interesting. And that is, you know when you open up a can of Coke, can of Pepsi or whatever, and you hear that fizz? Well, that fizz is actually carbonic acid. Carbonic acid is actually uh, produced with marble. Basically, they add water, they add carbon dioxide, and they add marble, and it produces carbonic acid, which is what gives you that fizz in many of your, your uh, fizzy-type fizzy products, like your, your seltzers and your sodas or whatever. Chalk can be used, uh, marble can be used for chalk, your sidewalk, your blackboards, et cetera, et cetera. Marsite and plasters, those of you that do uh, work in pool where you spray that marsite on the pool, that's actually powdered powdered marble, a part of powdered marble. Your groceries, your everyday groceries, uh, baking powder, toothpaste, dry desert dessert mixes, dough, even wine will actually have, have marble. And then this is interesting. It's called the carbon capture technology. And I'm going to read this to you. A study by industrial and, and engineering chemistry research reports that one of the most promising technologies to reduce global emission of carbon dioxide is called calcium looping. That's calcium looping, L-O-P-P-I-N-G. And this process involves scrubbing CO2, carbon dioxide, from the flue gases by using calcium oxide-based sorbents. You can probably guess what those are. That's calcium oxide-based sorbents are white marble, white marble powder. So the next time you ever visit a quarry and you see all that waste, you're going to know where a lot of this material is go, going. So that's my spiel today on, uh, on some of the other uses of marble. If you happen to know of another one, feel free to call in here with the next few minutes that we have. And that phone number is 323-703-968. That's 323-870-3968. I'm going to take a quick break here, and I'm going to uh, answer an email that I got on the use of these thermo uh, cameras, what we call the FLIR cameras. Kind of a real interesting question I got, and I'll have the answer for that right after this. Are you tired of lugging dozens of stain removal chemicals around to remove stains from stone, tile, or concrete? Did you know you only need three chemicals to remove almost any stain, from organic stains to inorganic stains? Dr. Fred's Ultimate Stain Removal Kit is all you need. The kit contains three reagents and includes a detailed ebook on how to remove almost any stain. So if you're trying to remove difficult ink or rust or simply coffee and other food stains, this kit is all you need. To order, contact Dr. Fred at 
514-6845. One kit is $69.95 plus shipping. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains. Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Toughskin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Toughskin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Alrighty, folks. Uh, th- this next email I got is kind of interesting. I know it's off the topic of what today's topic is, and that's other uses of marble, but I got this call yesterday. It was really interesting. One of my past students attended my stone inspection class, and one of the things we show in that class is how to use a, a thermal, thermal camera in order to detect leaks in showers. And this individual is doing a lot of this work, and what he basically does, he'll go into a shower, he'll plug the drain, he'll fill it up with water, and then he'll take his floor camera, and he'll pass it across there, and he'll he'll find the leak is. And the question is, he always discovers that where the leak is, the actual water that's coming out of there is hotter than the rest of the water, than the still water. And he wanted to know why that is. You know, you would think that flowing water, you know, would be actually cooler, but it's not. And the answer is real simple. And that is when moving water evaporates, it's faster than still water. So it actually, it's actually faster. It's actually moving. And basically what these means is that the molecules will actually rub together, which will, which will actually cause the water to be warmer. So keep that in mind. The next time you're using a FLIR camera, or if you don't know how to use one, come to my seminar and we'll show you how, how to use one. And it can save you hours and hours and hours of, of inspection work. You know, the old way of especially showers would be to fill the, fill the shower pan, pan up, plug the drain, of course, fill the shower pan up, put some dyes in there and see if you can figure out where the dye is coming out of and that's where your leak is. Well, that can take three or four hours at least to do it. With the FLIR camera, you can do it in less than an hour by taking thermal images. So that's something you definitely uh, want to check into if you're doing that kind of work. Or if you installers out there want to do your flood testing and uh, you want to make sure you don't have a leak, use a FLIR camera. And these FLIR cameras, I know I've discussed these on other shows, are, are very inexpensive nowadays. Well, I won't say very inexpensive, less inexpensive than they used to be. Uh, the one I have attaches right to my iPhone. They're about four or five hundred dollars. They plug into your iPhone. You download an app, and you've got a you've got a thermal camera, so you can use it right on your your iPhone or your a- Android phone. Alrighty, folks, that's all I have for this week. It is Christmas week, so I'm going to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. I'll have one more show for this year, and then we'll start the new year all over again. And again, if you want to contact me, it's F Houston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send me, uh, well, that's my email. If you want to call me, my cell phone number is 321-514-6845. So thanks for listening, guys, and uh, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. <laughs>